Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Tuesday, August 29th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. This is the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. It is a long one today, I think. Uh, we had a lot to say. Yes. It was a solid show, I think. So rather than ramble on here... Why don't we just play your out-of-context clip and then get into it? Let's get to it. Hi, do you build fences? Oh, you. We build decks. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We often talk about businesses with great puns in their name, like creative names that we respect, uh, that kind of thing. I have a company that I'd like to submit that's basically the exact opposite of that, if I could. Who's that? I came across a business yesterday called We Build Decks. <laughs> That's Here in it. Calgary? That's the, yes. We build decks is the name of the company. Boy, what do they do? They build decks. And you know what? <laughs> you back, don't say. I respect the crap out of that, okay? It's the opposite, but it gets the point across. No bull crap. Yep. They build decks. We know. I okay? bet I bet it's great for search engine optimization. You just <laughs> you Google, I need a deck built. Oh, yep. look at this. We build decks. We build decks. There it is. I just picture them even coming up with the name of it and how funny that is. It's just like, what do you call it? We build decks. What do you do for a living? That's I what, build decks. That's what I do. <laughs> Oh, I, there it is. I can't envision just the, the commercial that would come along with that place as well. Like, Do you need a deck? Because we build them. That's what we do. We build decks. Big decks, small decks, all kinds of decks. We build decks. Call us when you need a deck. We build them. Decks, that is. We will take the materials needed to build a deck and assemble them into a deck, and then you will have one. 1-800-WE-BUILD-DECKS. Do you have a deck off the back of your house? Do you want one? We will build one in that spot. Do you build porches? We do not. We build decks. Good afternoon. We build decks. Hi, do you build fences? Fuck you. We build decks. Podcast. Oh, man, Shauna, we chapped a few asses with something we said on the show yesterday. We did. We yeah. chapped some asses. Yeah, the asses got super chapped. We were talking about uh, Deputy Prime Minister Christian Freeland, who was issued a ticket recently for speeding in northern Alberta. She's going 132 in a 110 zone. She was driving between Peace River and Grand Prairie. You've probably seen this story. Um, and many people felt that you know politicians should be following the speed limit, especially her who claims that she doesn't own a car. She bikes and takes the subway, and that's mm -hmm. hypocritical of her. Yeah. And you and I, we talked a bit about this story, and we both felt that it wasn't a scandal. Like, it's not the scandal that some people are trying to make it into. Yeah. I, it's funny because we do news every morning. And when I was looking through the news headlines, I saw that and I was like, I don't feel that this is worthy of talking about. I don't. Like barely a story? Yeah. Like yeah. It's just, she's speeding. We all speed. I don't know. I Yeah. Well, I'll just read one of these messages. We got a few of these, but I'll read one of them that we got yesterday. After today, I will be permanently tuning out of X92.9. Shilling for Christian Freeland after getting caught driving at near criminal speeds was a new low. 
You are out of touch with the common Albertan who is deeply offended that Freeland suggests everyone can live car free, then speeds at 142 kilometers per hour in an area that, as you pointed out, requires vehicles for mere survival and day-to-day life. Your empathy for the tone-deaf Toronto MP and dismissal of a valid gripe among your listeners was a bold move and a very bad one. It's too bad because I loved your show and both of you. Best of luck. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that was enough to lose some listeners over. Permanently turn off the radio because of that, hey? Yeah. My apologies. I just, if you're going to criticize somebody, do it for the things that I feel are worthy of criticizing. Speeding is something that we've all done. It just was, for me, something that I didn't find to be enough to really hang my hat on and to go after somebody about, you know? There are many other things, many other criticisms you could have. Not that one. Especially if we're talking about this federal government. Yeah. I have a list as long as my of my, as my arm mm-hmm. of things that I could complain about this Absolutely. federal government about. And Chris just freeland speeding is not one of them. That's just the problem. Right? Like, I, I, it actually invalidates certain arguments when people find the petty things to go after versus the things that we should be talking about. Absolutely. That's what I, like, that's all I'm saying. You like, want to talk about the housing crisis? Mm-hmm. I'm down to have a good yes. bitch about that. You want to talk about the carbon tax, affordability, yeah. nonsense, gun bans. You want mm-hmm. to talk about corruption, foreign interference, pandemic response. I will pull up a chair yes. and jaw for hours about that stuff with yep. you. Uh, I cannot get cranked over a single minister going 21 kilometers per hour over the speed limit. I'm I sorry. I know that puts me out of touch with the average Albertan. Yep. I just can't. I just can't. And as you said, Shauna, your criticism, this doesn't just apply to this situation, but anybody who's interested in politics, yes. in your work life, anything like this, yeah. your criticism is only as strong as its weakest link. Mm-hmm. So if you go to 10 over Christian Freeland speeding, yep. you got nowhere to go. For the fact that, you know, under this government, life has become virtually unaffordable for, for many Canadians. And that's just and that's it. That's a like, much bigger deal. If you're going to sit down and that's the first thing you're going to criticize about Christopher Freeland, again, I am all for criticism of any politician yes. and what they're talking about if it's something that we should be criticizing. But when it comes to something like this, don't start with this. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. There's a pool at my building and uh, I was out by the pool on the weekend and I went to sit down and this couple comes up behind me and I kind of hear them say, oh, I guess we'll go over there then. And then I looked and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, did you want to sit here? And the girl was like, well, normally that's our spot, but like, it's okay. We'll, we'll find somewhere else. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, it was just me and it was two of them. So I was like, I can move. Like, I really don't care. And they kind of just walked away at this point. And I was laughing. I was like, we're so weird as humans when it comes to having a specific spot that we like to claim as ours, even though it's not ours. It's wild, Shauna. And I wonder if anyone has ever done any research into this. Because we've got to. We all do it. Yes. And we're very particular about it. Mm-hmm. Like I remember growing up when we used to go to church every Sunday. Yeah. Like that family sat in that, those seats. Oh yeah. And we sat over here and we would never think about sitting in a different seat. It's the craziest like, thing because then yeah, we're so accustomed to it that we <laughs> then have the balls to speak up and be like, "No, that's my seat." And you're like, "These aren't designated seats. No. Like there's no there's your no seat. seat. No number it's, on it. It's, it's actually church. not. It's different if it is a designated seat. Don't get me wrong. Like let's say you're at a plane or you're at a concert and somebody's sitting in your seat. Yeah, you've paid totally for that. different because you've paid for it and you've selected that seat. But when it comes to just like assuming that this place that you have been a couple times with your friends is now your area is very weird. And she says, oh, I guess we'll go over there then. Yeah. Like, like, you were supposed to know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she said it, like, quite snarky, too. And I was like, 
So I'm sorry. I I will move because again I don't really care. Yeah. Like, but what is it that makes you feel like this is actually your seat? You've earned this. The other thing is it often doesn't make sense why we sit where we do. No. Like, so we moved into this new neighborhood last year. It's in a lake community, so there's a beach there. And the first day we went to the beach, we're looking around and we're like, oh, here looks pretty good. Yep. And we've never sat anywhere else than there, and we probably never will. We're That's like, it. This is where we put our beach stuff. It, forever. It, it's the human version of a dog just peeing on something that they claim is theirs and then they'll go back to that spot and keep peeing on it. Like this it's just <laughs> that's it. It's just the first place you go and then if you go there again you're like that's it. I mean we were here last time so I guess we have to go back and that's how it begins. When your when your family was growing up did you have a designated spot at the dinner table? Yep. Did you ever discuss why that was your spot? And, no, but I made no. fun of my parents recently for it when I was out visiting them. It was like, oh that's dad's spot. And I'm like <laughs> Okay, but <laughs> it makes more sense for me to just sit here now. Like, all right, never mind. I'll move. I'll move. That's dad's spot. It would be super weird if you didn't sit in your seat, wouldn't it? Yeah. Maybe tonight. Maybe tonight everyone will sit in different seats at the supper table and it'll oh. feel like we're at someone else's house. You'll f- feel, no, you won't be like able to eat. Family. Yeah, you'll probably be like, I can't do it. You'll, nope, I got to pee in my my old seat over there maybe, again. Maybe we'll talk in accents. Maybe we'll get real wild. Lift that leg up in marker territory. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Recently on the show, I was telling you about a friend of mine who was hiking out near Banff and he, he somehow punctured his bear spray canister and had to like take off and get away from the huge orange cloud that formed. Yeah, which is horrifying. (laughs) Uh, And then we got a message from friend of the show, Jackman, who uh, has a bear spray story as well. Uh, It was when I was much, much younger. (laughs) Back in the land before time. Uh, I was like 11 or 12 living in High River. And uh, I was out front with my friend and my younger brother, Kyle, was skateboarding on my skateboard. And he had an oopsie. He fell and hit his head. So my parents took him to the High River Hospital and left me in charge of my other two brothers. Uh, they were inside watching cartoons at the time, or that's what I thought they were doing. And uh, I was doing the brotherly thing. I was still sitting on the patio and kind of yelling back at them like, hey, are you guys doing good? And they say, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's how I watched them. <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden, uh, chaos erupted. I heard a bunch of screaming and I ran into the house like, what the heck's going on? Me and my friend and we were just blinded immediately. And, like my throat started burning and I was coughing. I couldn't see. Uh, I grabbed my brother Mikey, threw him over my shoulder, grabbed my brother Cody by the arm and ripped them out of the house. And luckily, like, a few stores down from us um there was a bike shop and they had an eyewash station and i knew the owner so we ran in there and he helped us out we got in the eyewash station and then uh right after that all four of us boys ended up at the hospital on the Um, same day (laughs) so so how how did they get into to the spray uh we don't even know i'm pretty sure my stepdad at the time just had it in my mom and his bedroom and they went snooping because that's what they do and they found the bear spray and Yep, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> oh. oh, man. So the doctor's probably looking at your parents like, what the hell's going on at your house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's it funny. He, he did mention, he's like, well, you have four boys and boys will be boys. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. a friend of mine has a boy and he like broke his wrist recently and the doctor was just like, we'll see you soon when he left. Yeah. Like, yeah. they know. They've seen a yeah. lot of people with boys and that's what happens. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, but so. I mean, you would, right? You'd look at the bear spray and you'd be like, what What does this do? Yeah, this looks cool. This looks fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I asked my brother nowadays, he just tells me he sprayed it at the wall. He aimed it at the wall thinking it was okay and sprayed it and it just all came right back on them. <laughs> yeah. Larry. Yeah, that is like yeah. such a great having brothers story, yep. you know? Like, Classic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boys will be boys. 
and Shauna podcast. This might sound pessimistic at first, but it's not. Um, are you going to encourage your boys to get married, Beckler? Or are you hmm. going to tell them not to bother? Because when you look at marriage statistics now and the fact that more marriages end in divorce than actually are successful, realistically, does it make sense to get married? Yeah, the odds are against you. And it's a big gamble. And, um, yeah. I forget who it was that said, marriage is betting someone half your stuff that you'll stay together forever. It which is. Which is pretty funny when you look at it like that. Hey, the other thing is, <laughs> like, the number of divorces just keeps going up. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that these numbers don't account for the people who are staying together for the kids or staying together for religious reasons or for other you right. know, reasons like that that make it more complicated to get divorced either. So I think it's like 56% of divorce or marriages now end in divorce, and it's actually probably higher than that. Which includes second and third and fourth marriages too, right? It does, yeah. Um, but you're right. When you, when you look at it like that, what percentage of marriages are like happy, productive marriages? Mm-hmm. Like... A quarter, a fifth, less. It sounds depressing, but like on the other hand, if you have a happy relationship without getting the official marriage certificate, why wouldn't you just be like, God, just stay with that? Mm -hmm. What's the benefit of actually getting married? I don't know. You know, I think, you know, for for me, I had great role models Mm -hmm. as to what a marriage should look like. My my parents have an excellent marriage. You know, they... They're very supportive of each other. I don't remember them fighting very much at all when when I was growing up. You know, they still love spending time together. They're like each other's best friends. For sure, but what's so, the difference between just being together? Because uh, it's not about saying no to a committed relationship. And I understand that that's what people think marriage is. It's basically like, well, we're going to force you to uh, prove that you're in a committed relationship by getting this paper and doing it officially. But you could still be together and in a committed relationship without Going the extra step of marriage. You can. You can. I guess it's, is it, is it putting your money where your mouth is? Or it's like, we're going to make this official. Like, I guess so. In the eyes of the government. We're going. <laughs> and is that better or worse? Because then you feel extra pressure to complete it. I don't it. know. I don't, it's tough. Again, it's just a thought pro. I was just thinking about this and I was like, yeah, do parents now have a different view than they used to? Because it still seems very much like the thing you're supposed to do is get married. Mm-hmm. But then when you start looking at the statistics, it seems a bit silly that we're encouraging that. Right. And I mean, divorce can be messy. Divorce is very expensive. expensive. And, yeah. yeah. So. I mean, if you are if you have kids and you have property together and stuff, like it's going to be, you know, whether you have a title or not, it's true. if you break up, it's going to be. Messy. There's going to be a process, yeah. right? So yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I don't think I would push them one way or another, like kind of whatever works for them. Like, yeah. I, I don't think I'd be the kind of person who's like, are you ever going to get married? You yeah. know, just as that's long like as they're the traditional, happy. And- that's it. The view on TV and everything, right? You still see the traditional, but like when you're getting married and that's mm-hmm. a big TV trope, right? Is And when you look at it, you're like, are we still asking that? Yeah. If you're in a committed relationship with somebody, if you as a parent, are you, are you like, okay, so when's the big day? Yeah. And I know like I wanted to get married and McKenna really wanted to get married. Totally. Like, and I think you know when you have kids and stuff, then you can you can sh- sh- show them like we are right. we this is for real like we're we're in it for the long haul here, right? Uh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully. But yeah. you're right, statistically, yeah, statistically, it's up. You're up against it. Yeah, you're, you're starting out hoping that, but down the line, might not be the case. I wanted to weigh in on this conversation because I'm one of those people who had the traditional parents who were like, "When are you getting married? When are you getting married?" And me and my partner, um, we've been together 15 years. 
Wow. And we're still not married. And my parents have just decided that, well, that's not the way things go. And uh, we had our son uh, two years ago. And the only thing that I, I dislike about the fact that we're not married is my son has my husband's, I call him my husband still, <laughs> my husband's last name. So that's where it gets confusing to people because I still have my name, my maiden name, and he's got his dad's name. And that's the only thing that right. I, I have any issue with about relationships. But that's just it because I try to explain that to my parents where... I've had friends who have been married twice already. <laughs> That's really funny. And, yeah. And it's okay because they've been married. Yeah. And you're married in everything but name, right? But name. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, we've been together 15 years. Um, and that, and we're only like 35, so that's a long time for people in our age group yeah. to be totally. together. So, what is your uh, what is your hang up on the actual process of marriage? Cost money. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And 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 he's you're either like you said you're either signing into church or state, as he likes to put it. Mm-hmm. And we're not religious, and in the eyes of the government, we're common law anyways. We just don't share the same last name. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. Like, really, it costs so much money both to get married and then if you do have to get divorced, get divorced. So it just seems like a colossal waste of money for that reason. And you're talking about different last names. And it's funny because my sister and my mom are both teachers and they both chose to keep their maiden Mm -hmm. names as teachers and stuff anyway. So they have different last names than um, my sister and I did, for example, too. Right. So. That yeah, doesn't... and even then, I, I might just choose to change my last name and still not be married to him. Like, our commitment is there. Like, 15 years is a long time. Like, we'd rather save our money and go to concerts and give family, have family memories than some stupid wedding that you just pay for everybody else to get drunk at. <laughs> and the concern for me is if somebody says, like, well, we did it to really force the commitment. It's like, well, that's a bit scary, too, if you didn't have the commitment before. And, like, this is the only way that I see this commitment working which I I lock it in lock it in yeah lock it in I have a friend who kind of is of that mentality it's like that's not I don't think that's good either that's not a good basis of marriage so no and when you know you know like I I I love I love my spouse so much we've I've loved him since the minute I met him but we never got together right away we met a few years later and it's it's, it's a challenge, but I'm happy that we're doing it together. So that's awesome. You know, the older I get, the more con- the more I'm convinced that there are just all different kinds of arrangements. Totally, and it, it whatever, whatever works, works for, for you. you. Yeah. yeah, totally. Totally. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Yesterday on the show, you were talking about this female-focused sports newsletter that you subscribe to. Yes. And how they 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 tried to link Shohei Otani's injury to Mercury being in retrograde. Well, it's funny because this publication is kind of cool because what they do is they try to do some female sports stories along with male sports stories. So it was just to make it a little more balanced and to feature some women in it as well. And I love that. But then they. They were blaming Mercury in retrograde for an injury, and I was like, well, that kind of lose a bit of respect for this publication. Now, anyway, yes. So how about this one? This was a message I got from a friend of the show, Andrea. It's a screenshot of the McDonald's app. Yeah. And it said, Mercury seems to be moving, and people say it can cause disruptions. We have daily deals to get you through it. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
Which is so funny. That is genius. That's they're so just funny. picking up on it, eh? They're I like, think, yeah, I, people okay. I feel oh, like they're wow. taking the piss, yeah. right? I don't feel like they're serious about oh, that. that's hilarious. Although maybe if you're into astrology and you read that, then you, it you take it seriously. It both ways. Yeah. yeah. I read it as a joke. Someone yes. else might read it in earnest. For sure. And no, that's amazing. They win. Good for them. Mercury's in retrograde. You should probably drive a few junior chickens into you or something. Yeah. <laughs> Get some nugs right in your gullet now. <laughs> The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We've got some small town news for you. All right. Yeah. Small town news stories, much different than big city news stories. Totally. Uh, a lot more mundane, a lot more uh, wholesome, A lot I less find. depressing. A lot that's less for depressing. Sure. So we like to uh, bring these up. And these are all, again, real headlines. One was submitted by Ogie, who uh, he's submitted a few, actually. Yeah, Ogie's a real hawk for small town news On a good there. roll with small town news. And the others are just ones that I've come across. So I think Ogie lives in BC because yes. he always sends us one, one from like the Vernon area, right? Yeah. And again, today it's a Vernon one. So awesome. Let's well, jump let's into get- it. Small Town News with Beckler and Shauna. Good morning. Our top story. The rock collection at Silver Star Resort is growing. <laughs> An unknown, unknown person began this line of rocks some time ago, and others have added to it. Now the line of rocks is significantly longer. <laughs> the town has refused to buy the bowling alley despite recommendations from the local bowling delegation. Residents are concerned the local bowling cartel may retaliate and no one wants to deal with angry men in flashy bowling shirts. Melfort's new colossal grain elevator is set to open. The facility has a capacity of 42,000 metric tons and the ability to unload Super B trucks in less than five minutes. I have no idea what that means. Me neither. And an eagle was snagged by a fishing line. Neil Poe and his wife Janice took a photo of an eagle when they discovered this and were very alarmed. Terry once snagged his bird with a fishing line and says, quote, It ain't pretty, but nothing a bottle of Jack won't fix. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A couple more things that you can't look cool doing to add to this ever-growing list that we're compiling. There's a lot of things. One comes from friend of the show, John. He said, you can't look cool anticipating a green light and then being wrong. Mm. So you know when you think the light's about to change and you start creeping forward a bit and yep. then it doesn't change and now you're stuck way too far out in the crosswalk? Totally. And you just kind of have to sit there and deal with it till the light does change? Mm. He said even like Lenny Kravitz, we'll put this through the Lenny Kravitz test, who's the coolest guy ever, even Lenny Kravitz in like a Lamborghini would look kind of silly doing that, wouldn't he? It's true. It's even worse if you have to back up. Oh, that's bad. You know when it, or like a light bad. changes or something, you creep into that and then you have to back up. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're causing all the, ro- like, tr- oh. Which yeah. we did talk about before, getting stuck in an intersection is yeah. just the worst feeling in the world. There's no way to play that cool. But even just a little forward where you have to back up, yeah. Yeah, you don't want to back up. At like, the light. No. If you stop too late. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, that one sucks. Yeah. Um, this one's from Jamie. You can't look cool with the tag of your shirt sticking up. And this is really funny because Jamie men- mentioned this yesterday. And on the weekend, this happened to me. My tag was sticking up, and a girl came up to me and said, hey, by the way, your tag is sticking up. Was it Jamie? And I'm wondering if it was Jamie, because that's just a crazy coincidence. Would she not have said hi to you? Well, that's what I thought, but it's funny, because she was kind of looking a little like me. You know, sometimes we get these looks where you're like, are they trying to place where they know me? You know, mm-hmm. sometimes they like kind of like something sounds familiar. It's your voice or something, and that kind of happened with Jamie a bit. So I was like, I wonder if it was Jamie, but you'd think that she would have said hi. But she did tell you that your tag was but sticking my, up? My tag was sticking up. And it's funny because this happens to me all the time. And I just kind of, it's part of my being. And I know that. So I'm not really ashamed by it. 
I don't, yeah, I don't know if I fully agree with this one either because I'm picturing like Lenny Kravitz at a party yeah. and he's wearing a really cool shirt and he's telling a cool story about doing cool guy things and yeah. his tag sticking up. I don't know if I would be like, that ruins his coolness. It for seems kind of like a non issue to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just tuck it back in. I don't know. And if I did tell him his tag was out, he'd be like, oh, thanks, man. Right? And that would be really cool. And so. maybe the tag is for a really cool company because you really like his shirt and you're like, I actually wanted to look at what the company was anyway. Maybe so, it has like a cool message on it. Like right? some of those companies put a little affirmation on their totally. tag. And he's like, actually, I wanted you to see this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, you're cool, Lenny. I know. So I don't so, know about that one. Yeah, I'm kind of neutral on that. It would be funny if Jamie was just straight up calling you out. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was at a fancy restaurant in Toronto last year. And uh, I seen a lady, she was wearing a really nice gown. And uh, eventually, at some point through the night, she stood in front of this window where I was sitting on the other side, and uh, her tag was sticking out, so I got to read it, and it said, this dress cannot be returned if tag removed. So do you think that she was <laughs> planning to return it? Oh, 100% she was. <laughs> well, so that, and I was going to say that's completely different. If it's the tag from the store still. Can't look cool? That's awkward. That's awkward. Yeah, because then it shows it that you like, are full out planning to return <laughs> that dress. Yeah. It was so. on the outside. Like, we thought she was wearing her dress inside out for most of the night every oh time she walked by. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, yeah, that's. That kind of undoes all the hard work she did to look good that night, doesn't totally. it? Totally. No, you can't do that. You know, you can look cool while doing Shauna. What's that? Building a new home with Shane Holmes. Yes. Ooh, that's a stretch for a segue. That was it? rough, but you know what? Here we are. <laughs> Not our finer work, huh? that's for sure. Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. We've told you all about that. You can make little changes, little tweaks to their floor plans and of course all the finishings and everything to really make that place feel like your own. And it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg like you would think customizing a home would. No. Learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My parents were here on the weekend along with my younger brother who hadn't been in here in many years. So that was fun. We always have such a great time when we get together. Yeah, that's awesome. If I were putting a white girl Instagram caption on the whole thing, it would say, my heart is full. Oh, that's perfect. My heart is full after the weekend. My head is so full. Um... Can we rip a what are you grateful for? Yeah. Sean? And for sure. Do you want me to go first? Or? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, obviously the time spent with, with my family, but uh, so my, my oldest son, Bo, is really into baseball right now. Yep. And uh, my dad took him to the sports store and bought him a new baseball glove. Do you, and they were both like a little teary about it. Like, do you know how special it is to watch your dad buy your son? That's pretty damn A ball cool. glove. And then they're playing catch in the backyard. Oh, and yeah. And I was like, this is... This is the best. That's like, perfect. Yeah, that's amazing. It's getting a little misty. Oh, I love so it. It's like what a what a what a great opportunity that I have that chance to watch that. You know. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. So that was very special. That's pretty awesome. Um, uh, one thing is the fact that we can get around the city in a short amount of time for me. And I know, obviously, when you're stuck in traffic and you're cursing on the deer foot or whatever, you're like, no, it takes too long to get around. But when I was back home visiting my parents and seeing Toronto and the disaster of traffic that everybody in the entire GTA has to deal with, (laughs) coming back here, being able to get in your vehicle and get to basically anywhere you want in the city without getting stuck in complete gridlock all the time 
is quite something. So it's that it really bad there, is. hey? It's awful. Is it's, it just all the time? Well, that's why. So I, I didn't own a vehicle. Most people don't there because it's simply stupid to. If you're right downtown, there's no need for a vehicle because you're just going to get stuck in gridlock. You're not moving anywhere. Christian Freeland doesn't have a vehicle. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, uh, And then my parents live in Etobicoke, which is outside of Toronto. They used to live in Brampton, outside of Toronto. And the traffic in all those places is just as bad now. We got stuck on the highway for like four hours when a drive should have taken two oh at one point. God. And like, this is the stuff that every day these people deal with nonstop. There's nowhere that we went where we were not stuck in complete gridlock at one point or another. And it's just how it goes there. And you don't realize that until you leave here and you go and you try that for a bit. And it's so infuriating. I just, I came back here and was like, holy crap, is it nice? Like even just going to the grocery store there, you're getting stuck in traffic, going around the corner to a grocery store. That would be enough for me to not live in a place like that because it's your, it's your life that's ticking away, right? It's like the hours of your life. The few times I have been stuck in traffic here, you know, if there's an accident on Deerfoot or you get... And if, you, if you're stuck for half hour, you're kind of going squirrely by the end of mm-hmm. it, right? Like, yeah. I need to get out of this. Yeah. And if that was just everywhere you went, and you had to be prepared for that. that's everybody's daily commute, and they just start, you're used to it. And when I lived there, I, I was, I was used to it. And then when you take a step out and you go back now and you're not used to it anymore, it's, it is so awful. doesn't feel like something you should get used it to, should, you know? You shouldn't, and people there just do, because you have to. It's the reality, right? But honestly, like, when I come back, I'm like, huh. Oh, Thank the Lord for what we have here. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I saw a pigeon picking at a cigarette butt yesterday, and I was like, all right, Terry, calm down. <laughs> and then I got thinking about it. I was like, can pigeons actually get addicted to cigarettes? Do like, they eat the tobacco out of it? Well, that's what I was wondering. And I looked into it, and it's a little bit cloudy, but it looks like, yes, animals and birds could actually technically get addicted to nicotine if they ingested it. I was like, oh my God. Man, that'd be rough. Like, Holy. You're already living in the wild wherever you got to fight for every meal, and now you also need darts on top of it. And it's not <laughs> like, you know, you can just go to a store and pick them up when you're nicking. No, and fewer people are smoking all the time, so they're harder to find. Oh my God. Like... No wonder the geese are jerks. I was thinking about that. I'm like, if they're, they're probably just nicking for a dart. There's tons of cigarette butts out in the, around the parks where the geese hang out. That's probably what's going on here. And also, like, if you, if you go to a really teary part of the country where there's a lot more smokers, <laughs> does it mean there's a lot more addicted pigeons and stuff? Like the geese in Winnipeg? Yeah, like the, right? The, they're extra, they're extra naked for the cigarette. The pigeons up in Edmonton. Oh my God. Just division. Edmonton. <laughs> oh, 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 McDavid. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, fifties. Just like, next time you see an angry pigeon or a particularly aggressive geese, just throw a dart at them. Just have a dart handy and just toss it to them. They'll probably be much He's happier. Jones <laughs> for a dart. That's Look all I up. need. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. The only hydrotherapy I've ever done is Gatorade. Yeah, it's pretty normal just to go like full naked. The best part of my morning 
is eating cheese ways. It's dick apocalypse, okay? And it's called a fanny flutter, the effect mm-hmm. that it is supposed to give. <laughs> X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.